Happy 4th of July. We have so many reasons to celebrate this year. We have a president who is committed to creating opportunities for all Americans and for strengthening our economy. The pandemic has shown how right President Trump was on the threats that we face from foreign countries, especially China. Instead of making bad deals with countries that want to do us harm, President Trump and his administration are renegotiating these bad deals and cutting back on regulations to make our country stronger. Thank you, President Trump, for making America independent from the bad deals of your predecessors. We can all celebrate that this weekend. I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving, tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. My goal is to keep you informed and to be your spokesman in Washington, D.C. Subscribe below so that you don't miss a daily episode, hit the bell, and comment down below on what topics you would like me to cover next. I have three things that I wanna share with you today. First, the 4th of July was one of my favorite holidays as a kid. It was right up there with Christmas. I have vivid memories of the celebrations we would have for 4th of July on my street in my neighborhood growing up. Every year on the 4th of July, we would have a neighborhood street parade and we would decorate strollers and wagons and it was just so much fun. We would parade down the street and it involved all the neighbors. We didn't have a neighborhood full of Democrats or full of Republicans. It was very mixed in terms of political party, especially growing up in the Washington DC area. There are lots of political views represented, but that didn't matter on the 4th of July. Everyone would participate in the parade that honored our day of independence. I have a very vivid memory of my dad every year setting up scaffolding in our driveway. And on the scaffolding, he would affix these huge speakers. I guess back then you couldn't have smaller speakers to amplify as much as we do now, but he had massive speakers. And as the parade was making its way down the street, he would blast John Philip Sousa marches or other patriotic music. And it would echo through the entire area And it was just so much fun, it was so inspiring. I'll also never forget, when I was a young girl, we celebrated the bicentennial, meaning 200 years since the first celebration when we declared independence from England. Uh, That was in 1976 that we celebrated the bicentennial. And as part of the 4th of July parade every year, we would crown parade royalty. And in 1976, I will never forget this, I was crowned as as the royalty for the street parade. I was able to have a robe put on and a crown and it was so much fun. Uh, The second thing that I wanna share with you is something that the fake news media doesn't want you to know about. Either they will give it the shortest amount of attention as possible, or they'll give you the good news and they'll tell you why it's really not good news. And they'll use it as an opportunity to beat up on President Trump 
or his administration and to try and make the point that things are not as good as they are in reality. So with another record-breaking jobs gain, President Trump's great American comeback is well underway. And Joe Biden's policies would lead us more to depression rather than make us strong for situations like this when we have a crisis that is completely unexpected. Now, you won't hear this from the fake news media. They're going overtime with this exciting jobs report to try and paint President Trump in a bad light and paint Joe Biden. Biden, his presidential race opponent, in a good light. So let's just think about what we learned yesterday. The U.S. economy added back 4.8 million jobs in June, the largest one-month job gain in United States history, shattering the previous record that was set just in May. In June, the U.S. economy saw the largest one-month jobs gain in history, including the largest one-month women's jobs gain on record. In total, the economy has added an incredible 7.5 million jobs back in May and in June. The number of unemployed Americans declined by 3.2 million in May, the largest one-month decrease in U.S. history, breaking the record set last month. Job gains shattered the very smart expert persons, the economists' expert expectations again. It's almost like they're hoping that the economy won't come back because they want to assure that Joe Biden wins and that he defeats President Trump. So it's almost like they're rooting. I mean, maybe it's not almost like. They are rooting to see the economy continue to be crippled so that it it, uh, enfeebles President Trump's reelection efforts. Now, they um, beat predictions, our job gains beat predictions by nearly 2 million jobs. So not only does that talk about show how much President Trump and his administration is working for all Americans, but it also shows how the economists are just wrong. And when they make all these predictions, we should really be very skeptical about their predictions. Retail sales in May jumped by 17.7%, which is another record increase, and consumer spending spiked a record 8.2% in May, more than double the previous record. So this is all excellent news because I think people are really suffering under the health risks of the coronavirus, by the lockdowns that we've seen across the country. And you remember we talked earlier this week about Attorney General Barr talking about how the governors using these emergency powers are doing all these things to hamper people's businesses and livelihoods. And the governors are executives. They serve under the their state constitutions and ultimately the United States Constitution as well. And for some reason, the left and the mainstream media are not questioning this big use of power under the emergency provisions of these governors in blue states. And we're seeing that even though these states are doing their very best to try and hamper the business growth in their communities, overall, as a country, we are roaring back. And I think we're only in this position because President Trump and his administration had deregulated so much over the past three years that our economy is in a much better position than it would be otherwise. So if we'd had to deal with this coronavirus crisis with a Democrat president who had spent three years 
talking more about woke politics than trying to strengthen our economy, then we would be hurting so much more uh, strongly now than we are with President Trump. So the third thing I want to share with you today is something that's also either not being reported by the mainstream media or is being reported in a negative light, and that's the historic USMCA agreement that President Trump campaigned on that NAFTA was a bad deal given to us by the Democrats and particularly the Clinton administration. Remember, candidate Trump uh, campaigned strongly on this, that it was a bad deal and it needed to be renegotiated, and he was the man to do that. He fulfilled his campaign promise on this. Now, remember, Joe Biden, by contrast, supports trade deals that have left America in a precarious position, and President Trump and his administration have been undoing all of these bad deals that the left has imposed upon America. So this is another promise kept by President Trump, and he has this firm commitment to putting American workers first, and this is yet another example of that. For the auto industry, the USMCA will create an estimated 76,000 thousand new auto jobs. I mean, that's just an astonishing number when we had seen so much manufacturing, particularly in the automobile industry, going overseas to think that this deal would be able to bring back 76,000 jobs to Americans. It is astonishing and it is so encouraging. It will also estimatedly bring in $34 billion in new domestic auto manufacturing investments and $23 billion in new annual purchases of U.S. auto parts. So this is why we're seeing auto manufacturers like Ford, General Motors, and Toyota publicly commit to billions in new investments based on the adoption of the USMCA. And for American farmers, this is good news too, because it should increase America's agricultural exports by an estimated $2.2 billion. Uh, uh, 860 agricultural organizations and businesses endorse the USMCA, including the American Farm Bureau Federation. And if we look at manufacturing, the National Association of Manufacturers called the USMCA critical for manufacturers in every state. American manufacturers will see the largest percentage gains from the USMCA in higher wages, new jobs, and greater exports of any industry. So you can say that the people who work in the manufacturing industry in the United States are going to be the beneficiaries of this deal that President Trump renegotiated on behalf of America. The USMCA also has benefits in that it helps small and medium-sized businesses by streamlining international shipping, making it easier for their businesses to export products. It's all this deregulation, trying to get more regulations off the books and making sure that American manufacturing comes first. Eliminating custom duties for digital products distributed electronically like ebooks and videos. And I think we all have seen through the coronavirus how much demand there is for ebooks and videos. And this is an extremely important sector of the economy right now. 
We also see through the USMCA that there's a strong commitment to protecting IP intellectual property rights, which under prior administrations have been woefully unprotected. And we're also seeing with the USMCA that the requirement that businesses must have an office in the country they're doing business in is removed. So we no longer have that massive barrier to small business. So these are the three things that I wanted to share with you today. President Trump yesterday reaffirmed his commitment to the deregulation of the American economy and not the strangulation of our economy. The excellent jobs report yesterday confirms how President Trump has put our economy and hence our nation in a stronger position despite the pandemic and the unrest and the rioting. My memories of childhood celebrations of the 4th of July continue to remind me of what a great nation we are blessed with and how we should never lose heart. Anything valuable in life requires hard work and sacrifice. Let's celebrate this 4th of July this year with gratitude and with the spirit of liberty that we were bequeathed by our founding fathers. Please comment down below on your favorite 4th of July memory. Did you have any neighborhood street parades? Did you let off fireworks with your community? Did you have any special music that you listened to on 4th of July? I also ask for you to praise President Trump and his team for the great American comeback. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe below so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what your favorite 4th of July memory is and also what is the best thing that you think President Trump and his administration are doing right now to push forward the great American comeback. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.